Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Well, welcome, my friend. It's toll-free at 1-866-405-8405 to the dream team. And this week, the dream team gets even bigger. We welcome Tammy Trujillo to the dream team as our brand new news director how are you doing tammy i am doing so great this is so much fun i'm so glad to be here welcome well you are a big animal lover from way back oh yeah animal fanatic i guess you could say well i've known you for about 30 years now you're doing kind of your own thing called absolutely Called the yep. Pet Project. Tammy Trujillo's Pet Project. Uh-huh. Where can people learn more about that? Is there a website? You know, we're just kind of getting things rolling right now, but we do have a website, thepetproject.com, and of course, we're on Facebook, too. And I, I think one of the most exciting things about what, what we're doing on, on my end of the spectrum is working so much with two topics, Hal, that so close to my heart. Yep. One is special needs animals. Really? Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, they go so overlooked in the shelters because, I don't know, even in, even in society, we don't give disabled people enough credit, so we certainly don't give disabled animals enough credit. We actually oh, have he, a guest today that you, you'll really like. This mm-hmm. lady takes care of, uh, what is it, pugs, Judy? Pug? No, they're, they're bulldogs. Bulldogs. And she calls uh-huh. them the padded bum gang. And these dogs Because they have... wear a lot of diapers. <laughs> well, they have spina bifida. Oh, yeah, is that correct? Spina bifida. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So they're yep, special. We've dealt needs. with that. So and also CH cats, cerebellar hypoplasia cats. What, what is the that? Brain. Well, this is this is really a strange disorder. It happens when a mom cat is pregnant, uh-huh. and she gets into some sort of toxin, um, something like antifreeze is a real common Ooh. problem. Oftentimes, it transfers to the babies. And the babies come out, they look absolutely beautiful, perfect, until they get to be about three weeks old and start doing that creeping. Oh. Wow. And then you find out that in varying stages, the back legs aren't going to work. They're not going to support the animal properly. So you end up with degrees of CH where the cat is either walking down the hall drunk looking, Uh and sometimes in the most severe cases, the animal doesn't walk. The Mm. cats will pull themselves on their side by their front feet. And everybody goes, oh, but you know what? With CH kitties, that's normal to them. Uh And short of that, they are fantastic pets, and they deserve a chance. They sure do. It it does take a special person, though, to take care of a special needs animal. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about that in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. In fact, let's uh, let's go to the phones now. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Oh, I wanted to mention we're also going to talk to a lady who's introducing mutt bombing. <laughs> you, you've heard of photo bombing? Uh-huh. They're doing mutt yeah. bombing where these dogs show up in pictures. And these are dogs that are adoptable dogs. So they're trying to get these dogs adopted by having them show up behind celebrities. And yeah, you know how some of the celebrities do the selfies? Sure. They're taking the celebrity selfie and, and mutt bombing it by putting a dog in the picture. I think it's a unique idea. We'll find yeah. out more in just a few minutes. Let's hit the phones. one 405 8405 Hi, Donna. Hi, how are you today? Very good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing fine now that I got all of y'all. Oh, well, good. How can we help you? <laughs> okay, I have a toy poodle. He's 10 months old, and I got him to put on the truck with me, but my company said no, we couldn't have pets, so my son was watching him, and he has an English bulldog. Well, they played together and all, and then just one day she turned on him and got him, and uh, she got his, I don't know, she got his jug, uh, or what happened, but he called me, told me there was a lot of blood coming from her, and, 
and that from him and he ran and hid and wouldn't come out for two days. But um, I, what I was what to find out about is every since then his breath has been so so bad that I can't. I almost puke when I smell it. His and breath. Then, yes, and then his jaw. Now he hasn't been you know whining or crying or anything with it until. Here last week, he started crying with it. My daughter said he woke me up crying. Mama said it's pitiful. Ooh. And uh, But it looks like his jaw, sometimes it looks like it's set to the left. Sometimes it looks like it's set to the right. The bottom of his bottom mouth looks like it's to the right sometimes. Sometimes it looks like it's to the left. Oh, and no. I, didn't, I didn't know if it could, could they be dislocated or... Is well, it, sure. Is now, it, I just want to be clear, clear how this injury is. So the poodle is having the jaw problem? Right. Yeah, after the, the after, <laughs> Okay. I was going to say, because I was trying to imagine the, the ballerina biting the Mack truck, and <laughs> the other way around makes much more sense. So, okay. So, yes, now, um, definitely, and, and we could be dealing with a, a luxation or a dislocation of the jaw or the TMJ joint, but we could also be dealing with a fracture there. So that's just such a big force on a, on a little poodle. So, gosh, yeah, I would say, now, have you seen the vet at all with this? Well, my daughter was going to take him to the vet this morning because after he started this crying and that, I get concerned, and I drive a truck, and I'm in Pennsylvania. And so I told her, you know, please go take him to the vet. I talked to the vet down there, and mm-hmm. uh so she got locked out of her car and couldn't get him there today. And he won't be in next, you know, all next week. But I am going to have mm-hmm. to get him to the vet because, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. He said it could be an infection in him causing his breath to smell like that. Cause yeah, absolutely. Smell like that. And yeah, and usually if, if you smell something that smells like sewage coming out of your dog's mouth, whatever the cause, yes, oh that's generally a sign of infection. And I would be really be very concerned here because if we've got a jaw that's moving around that means it's unstable that means we may not eat well that means we may be going through a lot of pain so i would definitely encourage you donna to work on your family members get this baby to a veterinarian and i'll tell you what one of the first things we're going to want to do is actually probably use anesthesia to do a good oral exam um, that may entail taking some x-rays because if there is something dislocated or broken we're going to need to get a better idea of what we're going to be tackling here um so i would definitely do that plan on antibiotics but i would really be planning on um having some probably sedated or um, anesthesia for x-rays so we can really get a get a good diagnosis on what we need to do for this baby because yeah that jaw should not be moving like that and i would donna i I don't want you to wait a week i'm a little concerned about that i think you need to get in sooner yes well i i'm going to be off all next week so i will take him i've got two or three vets that i use there and I will take him as soon as I get in. I get in Monday, so I will okay. go ahead and take him because it is my concern. He never cried or anything, you know, and I thought, well, everything was okay. I just didn't know why his breast was bad, and somebody yeah. told me that, you know, it's him eating soft dog food that causes his breast to be like that. So mm. I put no. him on hard dog food, and he hasn't hardly been eaten, so I switched him back. I told my daughter I said, put him back on the soft dog food. Yeah. Well, we hope it's something yeah, as simple to, as that, but geez. Yeah, I, we need to get this baby to the vet ASAP. So I, I wouldn't even advocate wait until Monday. Uh, if you have family that can take him to an emergency vet, I would say that is the number one thing I'd advise for you here, Donna. So I, I'd encourage you to get this baby as soon as you can to the vet. Oh, I will, because, I mean, this is, 
This is my baby. Oh, go <laughs> take care of your baby. I will, and I appreciate you talking to me. Thank you so much. Thank you, you very much right. for listening. Thank you much. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the dream team right now. Uh, let's see which one. Eeny, meeny, miny, Line three. Hi, Robin. How are you? Hey, good. Where are you calling from? Um, well, right now I'm up in Los Angeles, but I live in Long Beach. Oh, the LA area. Okay, what's going on? Um, so I have a new little puppy. She's a love. I rescued her from a shelter, and she's an Australian Shepherd and German Shepherd mix. She's going to be a big girl, and she's extremely sweet and very smart and. I've been working on training her up. She can't go out yet, so we're working a lot just in the home training her. Mm-hmm. And um, I've trained quite a few big dogs before, and my one issue is this jumping up thing. Um, what is the best way to discourage them from jumping? I try to ignore her or give her the command to sit and then praise her for that, um, because once she gets big, I don't want her jumping on people. Oh, what do you think that yeah, was? that's good. That's all. What do you mean she can't go outside? What does what does that mean? Why oh, her, can't she her go outside? Her shots aren't done, so she can't like go to a class yet to interact with other dogs. Gotcha, gotcha. And, so and like, uh, before... I started the training with her like a month ago. Just her and I. We worked for about twenty minutes a day. Good for you. So, Dad, do you take her a lot of, for a lot of walks on a leash? Um, right now, no, because that's okay. that wait. As soon as she, uh, the vet said to wait, how long do you have to wait before you can start walking her? Oh, uh, it'll be about another week now. Do you have a backyard? Yeah, quite a big backyard. Okay, I, I always tell people that it all starts on the leash. That's where you and the strong connection between your dog begins. And you okay. have to start walking that little puppy on a leash, teaching the puppy leash behavior, how to walk on a leash. Do you know how to give your puppy corrections? Do you know how to touch your dog and correct your dog with touch and redirect? Um, I feel like I do. I feel like I've done pretty good with that. We were walking um, a while back until the vet said, no, don't do that. And she seems she's really learning good leash manners. I try just to enforce positively. Beautiful. So if she, when she starts to, to walk by your side and is yeah. not pulling at the leash, that, that's what you're aiming for. And as far as jumping on people goes, you know, uh, one of the things I like to do is if you know how to give a correction, you always have the leash on your dog. And what you do is coordinate with a friend or certain people that you know. You call them on the cell phone and say, okay, come to my house now. And so you know this person is coming and you know your dog's going to make a move to jump on the person. So you are prepared to give a correction. It's not going to be a surprise to you. And as soon as your dog gets ready to make that move, to jump on that person, that's when you issue the correction. It's just uh, like a jolt. It's like a, it's like a flick of the wrist. It's like tapping okay. somebody. You know when you're talking to a buddy and he's daydreaming and you're like, you want to get his attention, so you tap him and you redirect right. his focus back onto you? That's what you do. You interrupt the behavior at the precise moment it's about to happen. And then when the dog sits, you say, good dog. No parade, just good dog. And you okay. do it over and over and over again. The key is repetition. Repetition okay. and consistency. The dog will learn very quickly that you do not want him to jump on people but you just do it over and over and over again if the dog were big i would just tell you to turn around and walk the opposite direction very swiftly with the leash glued to your chest so he would get a real stern correction and that's how i do it that's how i do it it's just issuing the correction at the right time and that's with all undesired behaviors always set your dog up for success and when the dog does do something that's not appropriate when you're teaching your dog dog manners remember every time a dog does something wrong it's an opportunity for you to be a teacher you're listening to animal radio call the dream team now at 1-866-405-8405 
Hi, this is Prince Lorenzo Borghese on Animal Radio. Please remember to stay near to your animals. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. What do you think about when you're driving? Music? Sports? We think about nice, big, fluffy piles of insulation and filters and motor suspension and water projection and things like that. We are Bosch, and we are the quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S. You could say we wrote the book on quiet, and the next chapter is flexibility. Nearly every Bosch dishwasher now features a third rack that holds silverware and whisks and tongs and spatulas and increases your loading area up to 30%. How did we do it? Well, as we said, we're Bosch. We think about things like that. Come see what we've invented for you. See the complete line of Bosch dishwashers at Sears or visit Sears.com slash Bosch. Quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S. based on an average of sound ratings on major brands' websites. Major brands define as trackline top 10 brands March 2013. 30% more loading area compared to a Bosch dishwasher with two racks. Here's something you don't hear on the radio every day. Someone who can't see. I am totally blind, and I go through periods where I'm unable to sleep at night and feel like I'm constantly running but can never quite catch up. But this isn't a sleep problem. It's something called non-24. Learn about the link between total blindness and your symptoms. Visit learnmorenon24.com or call 855-856-2424. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Have you done your taxes yet? Well, if you haven't, in just a couple of minutes, our very own brand new Tammy Trujillo will tell you how, yes, they could be a tax deduction. Am I reading this correctly? I can't believe that, Tammy. Is that true? It is absolutely true. It's brand new for this year, and you can finally claim your fur children. I'll tell you, I have so many of these fur children. I wonder how many we can actually claim. During the commercial break, we were talking about Ladybug the Studio stunt dog who will eat just about anything. (laughs) My my dog is very smart. He, you know, he won't eat a, he won't touch a grape. He Uh, sniffs it and is like, that's the end of that. Anything bad for him, he won't eat. It's like he was born with that gift. All right, well, I gotta tell you, Magnum will eat anything. He's eaten dead rats that he's found at the park and he slithers <laughs> them down like spaghetti with the tail going down his throat and i'll tell you what this dog has had three toxicities in his life he ate like two pounds of chocolate once um and he is the hardest dog to get to vomit so when you have a toxicity and you need to make them vomit he won't do it i can't they, uh, get all yeah. the drugs that induce vomiting don't work on him were you having so a bad day Deb? Uh, you know day? What were you doing with two pounds of chocolate in your house? Was that a cry day? <laughs> I was PMSing. What do you think? <laughs> Try a cronut next time. Or a cronut hole. 
Al, you're a psycho. I think you should be doing a commercial on TV for the try a cronut or a cronut hole. You just pop up every time there's a problem in a family. Like, see people going through a divorce. Try a cronut or a cronut hole. I uh, Let's uh, go to Linda. Hi, Linda. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? Good. What What city are you in? Moton. It's near Reading, Pennsylvania. That's a pretty big city. It's near Philadelphia, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have cronuts there? Do you know what a cronut is? No, I don't. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, uh, how, how can we help you today? Well, my husband and I adopted two Jack Russells two years ago. Mm-hmm. Lucy's three and Desi's five. Oh, <laughs> Lucy They're Desi. adorable. I love them to death. <laughs> But two Jack Russells are a handful. I bet. <laughs> but they're constantly eating rabbit turds, bugs, tiny little frogs, stink mm-hmm. bugs, and then they get sick. Oh. And I don't know how to stop them from doing this. Oh, my goodness. So I have to say, you know, two Jack Russells in the house, that's like having two toddlers on uh, sugar. <laughs> Constantly. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, these are high energy dogs. So we have to remember what these guys are all about. They are all about running, chasing, doing things. So if they're not really getting as much activity, they're going to be seeking out fun. And I'll tell you, we were, my own dog, he loves to eat things and he will eat anything given that's in his way. So, um, you know, rabbit turds are on uh, Magnum's favorite list. Wow. They are mm-hmm. fun. They are fun they're, for dogs to tasty. eat and, yeah, um, you know those herbivores. You know they're you know they ferment their food, so uh, it, it does taste good. <laughs> not, There's nothing I, bad not in a speaking. rabbit turd, is there? Well, is there, Doctor Debbie? It. I mean, that's really deer and rabbit turd. That's good stuff. You know, yeah, there's really nothing, and this is strange to hear from a veterinarian, there's nothing bad in a rabbit turd. Yes, Alan, you made me say it. Um, they, they won't catch parasites from eating the rabbit turds. Now, if they eat the rabbits, they certainly could get pretty sick and get a lot of diseases from that. But mm-hmm. eating just the turds are not likely to cause a lot of problem. But it's mostly a behavior of opportunity. So they like to ingest things. They're looking for things. And anything that they might encounter that looks or smells appetizing um, is going to be fair game. So so um, for me, I would say the big thing is going to be keeping these guys occupied and keeping them entertained. And the big thing when I find that a dog is eating something they shouldn't, and I battle this all the time, is to not make a big deal out of it. The more you run them down or chase after them, uh, saying, no, 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 drop that, drop that, um, it's going to become more of a problem. It's going to be more fun, and it's going to just perpetuate that behavior. So so fight that urge to chase them down to try to remove uh, the, the offending poo or whatever else they've got in their mouth. And um, I would direct their behavior and really find some things that they can chew on and they can ingest. So for me, I like to use things like um, a little peanut butter in a dog toy, and you can freeze that, or you can make popsicles. So in the summer months, you can take even chicken broth and put those in the ice cube tray and give those for your dogs to lick or to chew on and um, really give them some chewing, eating opportunities, something that can be in place of those stink bugs. And, you know, you think a stink bug would taste horrible enough, but... Well, I know myself. If I'm going to get sick, I'm not going to eat something again if it makes me sick. Yeah, Yeah, you're not a dog. (laughs) I have a suggestion. Do you have a Do you have a laser pointer? Because Jack Russell's they get yourself a laser pointer, and you can sit in your chair in the yard, or you can take a walk around the yard, and you just point that thing at the fence and at the tree, and the dogs will run to it and go nuts trying to get it, and it wears them out. They They like chasing those laser pointers. 
Well, I do try to play with them as much as I can in the house. Now, and they both must have sensitive stomachs from wherever they came from before because the only thing they'll eat is milk bone dog biscuits. If I give them any other kind of treat, they get sick on it. Hmm. It's isn't it funny that they get sick on a uh, a, a very yeah. good yeah. treat food, but yet they can eat things in the yard and they seek it out with pleasure. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's just funny dog dog behavior, mm. definitely. And they don't sleep all night. They'll go out at eleven o'clock, do their stuff, come back in, and then they want to go out again at two o'clock. But that's because they're nosy. You know, I, I'm sure it's, Alan's going to say these dogs need to get a job. Out. They need to be worn out during the day. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Got to wear them out during the day. You got to tire them out so that they they like to lay around at night. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks for your call, Linda. We appreciate you listening over there in Reading, Pennsylvania. WEEU is the station, and they've been an affiliate for almost 10 years. Holy moly. I guess they're coming up on 10 years now. Yes. A lot of great animal lovers what, in the Reading what, area. Yes. What did we do wrong? What, I, I don't know what, what we did. It, it's not us. It's, it, it's, it's them. them. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hey, everybody, this is Brett Michaels, and I just want to say, you, right now, want to take, wait, give me the line again, my brain skipped. <laughs> Brett Michaels. And- I just had one of my brain hemorrhage brain farts. Oh, Go don't ahead, do that, don't that do that. I don't want to be responsible for that. Trust me, it's me. Go okay. ahead. Animal Radio, Brett Michaels Animal Radio. You got it. I knew the Animal Radio. Like, okay, here we go. Hey, this is Brett Michaels. You're listening to Animal Radio, and take care of your pets. They will rock your world. Geico presents Strange Saving Stories. Ken Marcus was making a pastrami sandwich when he noticed an odd pattern on a slice of pumpernickel bread, one that spelled out Geico. Ken found himself visiting Geico.com, saving hundreds of dollars on car insurance with great discounts. Later, Ken felt conflicted whether or not he should eat the slice of bread that saved him so much money. But he was so hungry. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Shaquille O'Neal for Icy Hot Advance Cream. I know all about living with pain. After 19 years of pro ball, man. But now I'm feeling awesome. Icy Hot Advanced Relief is the real deal. Icy Hot Advanced Cream has two maximum strength ingredients to last up to 50% longer. Works great on shoulders, backs, knees, even arthritis. Icy to dull the pain and hot to relax it away. Come on now. Advance past pain and get on with living. Icy Hot Advanced. Available in cream and patch. Pain over. Use only as directed. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability, how about low libido, or weight gain? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it can be practically impossible to get relief from these problems. But you're in luck, because Ambrin can help you balance hormones and relieve your hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability, and other symptoms of menopause. And now you can finally lose weight. Yes, even that stubborn body fat with Ambrin Weight Loss, a powerful new product that will help you get the results you want. So you can finally lose the weight and all those other awful menopause symptoms. Call now and ask how you can get your free sample of Ambrin Weight Loss. Just call 1-800-245-9551. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call Ambrin right now, 1-800-245-9551. That's 1-800-245-9551. 1-800-245-9551. 
This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Tammy Trujillo. It is not easy to give your dog or your cat medication. That's one of the biggest selling points of a new drug called Convenia. One injection covers 14 days of antibiotic treatments for things like skin infections, abscesses, and other wounds. But now there are some big questions circulating about the safety of the drug. Some experts are saying it can cause serious, even fatal side effects. And some of these were actually documented in Pfizer's own foreign market study of Convenia. Pfizer reportedly has been offering to pay for some of the care of cats who have been damaged by the drug. Okay, this looks like a miniature werewolf, and it acts like a dog. It's called a Lycoy, and it's actually a new breed of cat. It comes from a genetic mutation in a domestic short hair that keeps the coat from fully growing in. So this Lycoy has no hair around its eyes, nose, ears, or mouth, and sometimes it sheds all its hair totally and goes bald. Breeder Johnny Gobble in Sweetwater, Tennessee, and his partners made the discovery when they found two kittens with the mutation. They were able to breed more similar kittens that research has actually now identified as a new breed. Now, they say Lycoys have a personality more like a dog. They're very friendly. They demand a lot of attention. I think they're adorable. And breeders are now trying to get them recognized as a preliminary new breed by the International Cat Association. If you have a dog, you know that look. You know, the one you get when you're scolding your best friend about chewing up something like your shoes. Mm -hmm. The guilty look, the head down, ears back, eyes looking at the floor look. And he looks so darn sorry, you immediately forgive him and tell him you didn't like those shoes anyway. It's okay. (laughs) Behaviorists are now saying, your dog has just psyched you. Dogs have no shame. (sighs) Dr. Bonnie Beaver is the executive director of the American College of Veterinary Behaviorists. And she says your dog is only reacting to your tantrum over the damage. Yeah, she says just get over it and remember to keep temptation out of the way next time. But, you know, those dog memes, those dog shaming memes, they they still are pretty funny. Mm. And, you know, it has been brutally cold this winter in a lot of parts of the country. And in New York City, there are thousands of feral cats out there, and they're getting some stylish new digs to help them deal with the freezing temperatures. It seems every year, and especially this one, there's a group in New York called Architects for Animals, and they enlist the help of some of New York's top architectural firms to design shelters for homeless cats. And the designers work with the caretakers of the feral colonies, of course, to make sure the shelters are absolutely feline-friendly. I'm Tammy Trujillo. You can get more breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That was awesome, man. Tammy's sophisticated and intelligent. Oh, gosh, thank you. And I wonder if she's turned off by my grossness already. Doctors Foster & Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian-owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster & Smith has thousands of name-brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. 
So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Right now until March 18th, the flooring experts at Lumber Liquidators have huge deals going to fit any taste or budget, like donor oak laminate for an amazing 39 cents a square foot, beautiful carbonized bamboo for just $139, even spectacular Bellawood pre-finished Bolivian rosewood for an incredible $299 a square foot. Pick up free samples at hundreds of stores nationwide, plus special fine Financing available and easy professional installation or expert advice for DIYers. But hurry, this sale ends March 18th. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. How would you like a tax deduction on those animals in your household? Hey, they're just like children. They're eating your food. They're living under your roof. Why not a tax deduction? Well, this year, you can get a tax deduction for your animals. And Tammy Trujillo, brand new to Animal Radio, will be reporting on that in just a couple of minutes. And uh, I don't know. I think, Dr. Debbie, you probably should hang out with Tammy and give her some hints because I think Alan is is pretty much harassing her. Uh, you know what? He, he just needs to be put in his place sometimes. And I think that's just, you know, we women, we just got to like do that every now and then. It's just grab that pitchfork and put him in his it was, place. It was yeah. a pitchfork. You see, he said stories about a pitchfork, and I didn't believe him, but uh, apparently it's true. Did you see the story? You got to look this up, Tammy. The story of the What's nudist that? colony that, you know, they're trying to throw this lady out with her service dog. She's blind. She lives in a oh, nudist no. place in Florida and, and uh-huh. she's got a service dog and they want her out of there. <laughs> I saw that. Really? Yeah. I saw oh, that. God. I will look that up. Get her on the phone. Okay. Uh, can you do that, Judy? Okay. Judy's booking some amazing guests next week. I got to tell you. Forget about this week. <laughs> next <laughs> oh, week. thanks. Next week, we're talking to a lady who has an animal only apartment complex. Oh, I was just going to bring I that up because yeah. it's right here. Yeah. It's right here in SoCal. So, so there's, there's yeah. no people allowed, just the dogs and no, the cats? No, 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 Alan. You, you must have oh. an animal to rent there. That, that is the yeah, deal. The animal vouches for you. Yeah, yes. and if the animal passes away, you've got six months to get another animal or, or you have out. to leave. Yep. But that she'll actually take best. you to the shelter and help you pick one. Yes, she will. Yeah, she will. And there's a great story about her seeing one of her tenants who lived in an upstairs apartment, the dog the woman had. She'd lived there forever. The dog was having trouble going up the steps. So she actually arranged for this tenant to be taken away for the day on like some party or something Uh and had the woman's entire apartment moved to a ground floor unit so this dog wouldn't have to struggle. And the woman, the dog was too big for the woman to carry. So now they have a ground floor unit. Th- this lady's amazing. Well, I cannot I've, wait to speak yes. to her. I talked to her. Oh, the absolutely. Other day. I, I want to give up my house and go live in her apartment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's next week on Animal Radio. But you can stick around today. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk about mutt bombing. Now, this has nothing to do with bombs and mutts. It has to do with photo bombing <laughs> and adopting out all kinds of mutts. Man, I should have thought of that. What a great idea. Our next guest, this is, and we've been talking about this already on during the show quite by accident. We're talking about special needs dogs. And Selena Ken, Kenitzer. Kenitzer. Yeah, Kenitzer. there you go. Sure. You were probably the closest that's ever come to actually pronouncing it correctly. So. You're a special needs mommy, right? I am. I have a few of them. How yes. many? 
We have four right now. And what makes them special needs? They, they all four have spina bifida. Mm. Um, uh, two of the four have the additional issue of having mobility issues um, with their back legs. So they're all quite special. And what breed um, dogs are these? These are all English Bulldogs. English Bulldogs. Now, Dr. Debbie was explaining to me what spina bifida is. Is spina bifida more common in these kinds of dogs? Dr. Debbie, is it more common in, in Bulldogs as opposed Absolutely. to other dogs? Well, partly it's because of the development of their tail. They kind of naturally have a short tail. It kind of has a little kink. And then some of them can have this genetic, genetic aberration, just like the Manx cat, which is uh, one of the cat breeds that we can see this in. I would imagine, Selena, that oftentimes when somebody runs into one of these kinds of animals, they... Uh, uh, they get euthanized. They don't want to be burdened by taking care of an animal that needs or they, all or this they special feel attention. That the, that the animal's not going to have a worthy life. Yeah. Exactly. And that's really what we're, the message that we're trying to spread with uh, Mickey's Facebook page. We adopted Mickey. He was our first special needs dog. Um, he has hyperextended back legs, which basically just means they don't bend. Um, he, he uses a cart to get around, you know, little wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, really, the sad part about it is that these guys really are kind of presented to vets or a breeder will, will you know, have one in their litter that they see that walks a little funny, is incontinent, and they're not profitable for them. So they'll take them to a vet and have them euthanized. Um, we adopted Mickey, and we were asked to start a Facebook page for him because there was a team of people that came together to rescue him. And it started with just throwing pictures and videos out there every now and then, and people would see that he is very normal. He just walks a little funny, um, has a cart every now and then, and wears, wears a diaper with fancy pants on him, you know? But other than that, he really is just like any other quote-unquote normal dog. That brings up an interesting point. As people know, if you're a longtime animal radio listener, a paper cut will send me into a... <laughs> I will, com- I will complain for the next week, and I will make sure everyone around me is miserable because I will complain to them about it. These dogs, do they complain? Do they know something's wrong? No. That's what's so awesome about them. The first time that we saw Mickey, you know, the foster lady came and they, they dropped him off, and I wanted to cry. His legs, his back legs actually splayed outwards. Mm. And so when he would stand, he, he, he it was just sad to me, you know. Um, and so... I remember just trying to hold back the tears because I thought, oh, dear, what did I get myself into? Can I actually help him? And um, it, that probably lasted about maybe 24 hours. And at that point, I thought, you know what? You're a typical puppy. You have no idea that you're different. He, he, you know, he's now two years old, and he, um, at the time, he was four months. Wow. Um, he's learned. I mean, his front end is completely built up. He learned to carry his body um, on his front end. He does not know that he's different. He can run through the house. He plays with the big dogs. Um, he will bully a big dog. <laughs> he doesn't realize that he's slightly small for an English bulldog. Um, but he's very normal, you know, wow. in that sense. And it's, it's really inspiring. To me, you're a special person. But do you have to have any special training to take care of these dogs, or can anyone take care of them with a little bit of education? You know what? With a little bit of education, that's exactly it. And and. We came across Mickey completely by chance. I mean, if the cards were completely stacked against us to adopt him. He was out of our area. He was a puppy. We didn't want a puppy. He was special needs. We knew nothing about special needs. But there was something that just drew us to him. And we had a wonderful, if I can name drop here, Lisa McTarsney down at Southern California Bulldog Rescue and Val Vallejo. They were there, and they still continue to be 
our support system. You know, I thought, how am I going to diaper this dog? You know, oh, you know, it, and I remember the first time, and he was a puppy. I remember wrestling with him like an alligator. You know, <laughs> I thought, okay, buddy, I'm trying to help you here. Um, but, you, you know, you, you learn to diaper them. You learn what they need. You know, they, they get diaper rashes. So you learn you know, what, kind of, what kind of arsenal you, you need to have to make sure that, that doesn't happen. You're bringing some great awareness to some of the possibilities for pets with handicaps. And a lot of my clients sometimes are just surprised to find out that you can get um, wheelchairs or mobility assistance for dogs and cats and rabbits that cannot get around. So as long as they're pain-free, you know, there's a way to do it. (laughs) And there are companies that do make these kind of products. Exactly. And, And one thing, if I can just say, you know, I have yet to meet a special needs parent that regretted adopting a special needs dog. You know, the bond that you develop with these guys is just, you know, you love all your pets equally, but these guys need you in a different way. Mm. You know? did, so, you, did you have to make adjustments to your house, like the floor or anything like that? You know, with a lot of seniors, there was a lot of accidents in the house, so we tiled out the house pretty much early on. With these special needs guys, um, kind of wish we didn't. Um, you know, just because it's tiled a little harder, but for Bessie, Bessie drags her back in. So we put little pants on her. We found that toddler leggings kind of work to protect her legs. We put that on her and we, we accommodate. Mickey has little shoes that he'll wear to kind of keep him from scraping up his feet. So really, that's that's really just it. Hey, give out your Facebook page, will you? Yeah, it's Mickey the Bulldog and the Padded Bum Crew. <laughs> <laughs> padded bum. I just got padded that. Bum. That's the diaper is the pad, right? Padded bum. Right. Bum because is they have a little fluffy butt because of their diaper. Yeah. <laughs> padded bum. <laughs> I love it. Of course, we'll link to it from AnimalRadio.com. You're doing good work. Thank you so much for Thank sharing it with so us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're awesome. This is Animal Radio. Uh, that can only mean one thing. It is time for Joey Volani, the dog father, brought to you by FlexRx. Like people, as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem that they face. And FlexRx doesn't just mask those symptoms, it restores natural joint function. FlexRx, it's available at Pet Supplies Plus. And there's still a $10 off coupon over the website for that. What a deal. Hey, Joey, how you doing? I think I need some FlexRx. My (laughs) knees, I don't know, I'm telling you, it's it's in my knees. I... You know, it's, I, I thought after I lost um, a lot of this weight that um, you know, my knees would feel better. And, and I don't know, maybe maybe it's just it's just today. So. It actually started off as a human medicine. Yeah, so there is human meds for it. We're glad to there have you, you back. You were uh, stuck it, last week in Denver in snow. You know, well, I'm going to say it. I'll never fly United Airlines again. They um, <laughs> not only changed my flight and then my my connecting flight um that i missed and then they lost my luggage and i didn't get my luggage for two days i left on sunday and i got home monday night at eleven forty-five. holy wow. moly okay there you go do we is united airlines a sponsor <laughs> so what's going on what anyway you well you know what i want to talk about um how to get knots out of your dog um a little bit easier than just brushing um because i had a i had a couple of people this week actually email me and ask me that and um it's it's actually there's some easy remedies here um number 1 let's clarify one thing if you have a dirty dog you're not removing knots and tangles it doesn't it doesn't work 
because as you're brushing it out, and you can have the greatest brush in the world that can have a big cape with an S on it, and it's not going to work. Um, <laughs> as you're brushing them out, what happens is it keeps binding to itself because of the dirt and the oil. Mm. So you're going to brush it, you're going to create static, it's going to open up, it's going to tighten up, and it's just it's going to it's going to make it a lot more difficult to get out. So your dog has to be fairly clean. Now, it doesn't have to be spotless, but you don't want a filthy dog. So in order to um, make it a little bit easier, let's use something that we could put in the coat that can actually work as a lubricant. Now, remember one thing. If your dog is even a slight bit dirty, anything that's going to apply moisture, like because um, you can even use water or some sort of uh, conditioning spray, to brush out a clean dog and it works good but if the dog is a little dirty it's going to just make it worse and and bind it up so let's use a powder the best household powder you can use is cornstarch number one has a slick feel to it okay which is also going to almost it's almost like a lubricant um you you can you can look at it as because as you're brushing the coat out it's going to keep down the static it's also going to absorb the dirt and oil because if anyone who's listened to animal radio has heard me talk about this a lot that if you use that and brush it through it'll clean your dog because it absorbs now it's going to do the same thing here so if your dog is a little bit dirty it's also going to be cleaning your dog as, as you're brushing it out it's going to make it easier on your pet the tangles are going to come out and look at this we solved how many problems i solved three problems with one tip just today how and it also makes you know? a fine gravy too so you know you gotta throw <laughs> that yes in. absolutely if you you keep it it may have make good dog gravy uh. there you go joey volani on animal radio we're so damn proud of it. First of all, you know, you got a uh, very exciting news. I cannot believe you have not shared it with your listener. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, let me just tell you something right now. We have two of them, so yeah. you got to use that plural. plural. Now. What is it, Alan? You know, you forgot to tell people that this is the very first radio show in America now with bacon inside. It is. This is. I wasn't going to brag about that, actually, because some people don't uh, see that as a benefit. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Just when you thought there couldn't be any more cell phones, how about a cell phone for your dog? PetCell, the first dog cell phone, will soon be on the market. PetCell is a small bone-shaped phone, I'm not kidding, that hangs on your dog's collar. It works like a regular cell phone with its own phone number. You call in an access code from your phone and you can talk to your dog. Lassie, come home now! The phone also has a sort of GPS tracking device that can alert you when your dog strays out of your yard. Now, there's talk of one for cats, too, but I'm thinking most cats would like a cell phone with voicemail so they can ignore you and come home whenever they feel like it. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people, too. Animal Radio. Hey, this is Josh DeMell on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. Now let's uh, hit the phones, 1-866-405-8405 with your calls for Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani. We're all here for you. I think Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, is she's even taking calls today. I see she's back on the phone. She was off last week, but does she talk to humans? Or no. who is she talking to? Is she no. talking to dogs? Is she talking to cats? She won't talk to cats either. She won't? Okay. No. But she'll, no. if your dog wants to call, toll free, she'll get on the phone with him. Yes, she will. That's the kind of show. That's how we roll here at Animal Radio. Let's take a call for Dr. Debbie, and we have Barbara on the phone. Hi, Barbara. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What's going on? 
Well, I have a 10-year-old um, chocolate lab, and oh, he wonderful. gets hot spots. Okay. And he has um, one that's, that's larger than a 50-cent piece, I guess like about a dollar, silver dollar size on the right side of his neck. Okay. Is that the only place he gets them, or does he get them other spots, too? He gets them other spots. Okay, such as? Now, he gets it on his legs, on um, his back. Okay, all right. Towards his tail. Okay, so, and um, what what have you tried so far with this fellow? Um, my neighbor gave me a spray for, that she said, she got from her vet for hot spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I used, I spray that on him, and I was just okay. wondering if there was anything else that I could do for him. Oh, definitely. Now, how long has he been dealing with these uh, hot spots? Well, I, um, I've had him since he was two. He's my son's ex-girlfriend's dog that I was to have temporarily until she found, a, you know, a house that would accept pets. Mm-hmm. But you see, I've had him since he was two, so he's still with me. Okay, all right. Well, when we have some ongoing issues with these type of lesions, and, and we call hot spots that basically because they're really hot, they're really itchy, they're red, um, they're really driving the pets crazy. So if they can lick at them or chew at them, they are gonna. And um, scratching, all of that, very much involved with a hot spot. So for me, um, if we have an ongoing problem with that or what we're trying isn't working, we really need to step up to some other therapies. The reality is with hot spots, you know, we're kind of classifying a lot of skin conditions into this kind of lump all term. There actually are a lot of different causes for hot spots, but 30% of them, one third, there's usually some underlying problem. So if you only treat them with the topical, with the spray, you're not going to get to the heart of the problem and you're not going to really solve the problem. So um, for those pets, it's very important to treat more aggressively and to get some background information, maybe do a couple skin tests, find out more about what's going on that skin surface. And there's a lot of things your vet can do um, from just pressing a a, a microscope slide to the skin surface to take in some samples, checking for mites, checking for fleas. Those kind of things are really important. So we head down the right direction here. Okay. So that that would certainly be the thing. Now, for me, there's three main points that I, when I'm treating a hot spot, number one, I want to stop the licking. So that usually means physical help in that way. So those fun little Elizabethan collars, the cones of shame um, are very important. We have to stop the pet from further traumatizing those areas. Okay. Number two is I really want to dry that skin out, and that may take something like a course of antibiotics okay. as well as staying away from ointments and going more to water-based or alcohol-based sprays. Okay. The third thing that I want to do is I want to stop the scratch, and that, for hot spots, um, it's the one situation where I'm pretty heavy-handed with steroids. Um, there's a lot of different ways we can go with that, injections, topicals, um, pill forms. But for me, a severe case of hot spots or what we'd call um, pyotraumatic dermatitis really needs the help of a steroid. Um, and that's assuming that the patient's health can 
take that. Um, right. But steroids are very important to help get that itch under control. So those three things for me are really the big thing. And the most important thing is I want to keep the skin breathing. So I don't want to cover it up. I don't want to bandage it. It may keep the pet away from it, but it's really not going to allow that to dry out. Let it breathe, if you will. So um, I like to kind of leave everything exposed so you can medicate and really monitor things closely. And for me, I'd say if you haven't gotten this baby on, at least an antibiotic and see in the vet to see if you can get something to squash that itch, um, then those would be the two main things that I would do for you. And and then, you know, if we've got more problems with this coming back, we want to look into other causes of hot spots, um, allergies, seasonal allergies, food-related allergies. Um, Sometimes something like an insect bite um, or sting could kind of trigger the process. Um, thyroid problems, um, ear infections. Wow, my, my list is getting longer the more I think about this. Um, so not to overwhelm you there, Barbara, but there really are a lot of things that can go into that. So I'd encourage you getting your baby into the vet and okay. see um, if we can get a couple of those things going for him. Okay, thank you, because I thought I could, you know, my neighbor said, oh, you could treat it yourself, just use this spray. But then when I heard your program this morning, I said, I better call in and find out. Yeah, and you know, there is certainly a small population of pets with localized hot spots where I think treating at home with a topical product is completely appropriate. But um, many of these cases, they are very deep infections in the layers of the skin. The pet's really uncomfortable, and um, there's so much more that we can do to really kind of turn things around. And if your breed of dog is a Labrador Retriever, a uh, German Shepherd, Collie, or Rottweiler, they are some of the most common dogs. Oh, I can't say Golden Retriever. i got to get them in there because they are so big with this type of problem. Um, so, well, hopefully we'll get this big Maybe feeling better and stop that itching and scratching there. Yeah. Why, thank well, you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for your My call pleasure. today. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to the dream team. Uh, Today, we welcome Tammy Trujillo to the... Where is she? Where'd she go? She's over there in her booth. She already left us. What did you yes. do, Alan? Yes. What did you do? Are you you weren't? I don't know. I I don't know. I just I just started talking to her about me. Don't just you know better by now, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> well, enough about me. What do you think of me? That's what I said. I think you're going to answer some awesome questions today about uh, dogs, and people are going to have vexing questions that they just can't figure out how to train their dogs, and you're going to answer those. I'm always looking to help, you know, and uh, I, I, I've got something I can share with you if you want me to. I don't know if there's time. You have to let me know these things. Go ahead, well, Alan. I spotted an ad in the paper, and uh, basically it's for Barkley the Flying Mop. He's six years old, 85 pounds, joyful, loyal, spirited, independent, neutered mix, howls when the telephone rings. Maybe he thinks it's for him. Good company around the house, loves walks so much he prances to the door like a major door. I don't know what this is, a major dormo heading for a weekend parade. Some Now, here's the part that I want you guys to let me know what you think of this. Okay. Somewhat protective of his food and bed. Seeking mm. someone as unique and wonderful as he is. Home visit required. 
So what do you think of that last sentence? What, what does that say to you guys? That's that a red flag. Really? Is that a red yes. flag? Oh, yeah. That's well, a red flag. Obviously, if it's protecting its food, that's a red flag. But it also says to me that the owner is concerned about who picks up the pet. And uh, they're concerned because they know that there's a red flag on the But they're, they're, they're outright with it. They say it right there in the ad. It's not no, like they're they trying don't. to hide it. No, they don't. It's that's for true. Some people wouldn't pick up on that. Oh, well, they, exactly. that's true. Okay. Yeah, they're, okay. They're, that's they're true that they put it out there. But would you give a dog like that away? No, you can't. You have to work yeah. with it or find the appropriate people. You can't just give it to anybody on Craigslist. Yeah. Well, that's, that's yeah, a high-maintenance I've been going dog. back and forth with this person. High-maintenance? That's a dangerous dog. Okay, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you want it? You want to adopt it? Judy <laughs> wants to adopt that dog now. Where's that? Craig? She's like, I want to talk off air about that one. <laughs> uh, this hour, Tammy Trujillo is going to kick off your news with a very important story. If you have not filed your taxes yet, she will tell you how you can get a tax deduction from your animals, which has been a question. We get that question every mm-hmm. year. And, of course, we always answer, no, you can't, until we just found out that apparently this year is going to be something that, that you can do. And uh, Tammy will have it. it. Yes? And I don't think, Hal, you can probably run out and adopt, like, 20 pets in order to save the money. <laughs> I think you got to be reasonable. <laughs> I think uh, I think the government is going to owe me money this year anyway. Uh, I'm giving it all to them. So uh, that's coming up with Tammy Trujillo. If you have not met her yet, she's a... Uh, is she still... She in the break room now? Okay, she's awesome. She's uh, I worked with her thirty years ago. Wow. Yes. Are you I've got that her old? Purse here, and uh, yes. I've got her purse here. There's some very interesting things. <laughs> oh, right don't here go through her purse. purse. That's just uh, that's Alan. Too late. It's too late. You got... always go through a woman's purse. That's how I learned. Never, never do that. He did that with Doctor Debbie too. Here. Yeah. Oh, I'll kick your backside. <laughs> Doctor Debbie's, Debbie's got a forklift in her purse. I've got a pitchfork, and it's going to go right up your backside, Alan. You judge my purse. And now here's kind of a serious story. This uh, this comes out of San Diego. Apparently, a San Diego family is suing Petco after the death of their ten year old son from a bacterial infection. They say they contracted from his pet rat. Jeez. Yeah. Attorney John Gomez says he's seeking an unspecified amount for the suffering endured by the Pinky family, whose son died uh, June 12th of 2013, hours after he was rushed to the hospital with stomach pains. Now, I guess the uh, medical examiner said that it was streptobacillus monoliformis. Inf- what is it, Dr. <laughs> Debbie? <laughs> it, it, well, if you want me to pronounce it, but it is a bacteria, and it's actually, you know, it's, it's actually a pretty common bacteria that we uh, um, can find. Uh, now, we do expect these guys would typically be screened for it at the pet stores, and this is kind of a rare case because if you if you, if you read a little bit more, it's really not been many cases of this that have actually led to human injuries and fatalities. Just in rats. It's most common in rats, yes, and it's actually related to the bite and the scratch and the bacteria finding a, a port into the skin. So, yeah. Well, they say it can be, you don't even need to get bit, although they call it rat bite fever, for those of us that can't pronounce the name. Uh, uh, apparently, if you get to the hospital soon enough, you can treat with antibiotics. Usually never results in a fatality, as Dr. Debbie just said. Exactly. And it doesn't require a bite. It could be uh, just handling the animal. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, anyway, they're suing, they're suing Petco because they did not adequately warn them about this. So we'll see. We'll keep you up to date. Only 200 cases of rat bite fever have ever been documented in the United States. So wow. we'll have all the details uh, and how that pans out on a future edition of Animal Radio. Uh, let's hit the phones. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. And let's take another call for Dr. Debbie. We have Robin on the phone. Hey, Robin, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. I am 
In regards to, I have a girl cat, and he seems to be getting more sensitive to sound. Okay. And I used to have a, a 17-year-old. She started about when she was 12, same kind of thing. And as, it, as she got older, it got worse, even like the sound of a bag or tapping on the keyboard. She would hmm. start jumping, and then she would go into a seizure. Okay. So I'm noticing him right now. It's more with, like, loud noises um, or even just my husband sneezing. He just, like, comes out of his skin and takes off running. So I didn't know if there was something going on. Yeah. Now, are these cats related in any way? No, they're not. Okay. And with your other kitty, was there ever anything that was identified health-wise that... um was going on at that same time? No, I want to say she started about when she was 12, but then she started, she got kidney failure as she was older, and so we were doing the IV fluids with her, and that's when she just got really sensitive with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with okay. him, he's he's healthy, and my doctor, you know, I asked him about with my other cat, and they were never worried about it, but I, I don't know if this is the start of something, that I should be concerned mm-hmm. about, or... Yeah, it, it would be honestly very unusual to have two unrelated kitties in the same house that start to display that type of behavior. Um, that is odd. Now, there are there are animals that can have um, what we call stimulus-sensitive seizure. So basically, it's a reflex seizure caused by something, um, like a person who might have a migraine after being around a flashing light. So it can happen. It's it's fairly uncommon to have a pet that develops this kind of problem and have it be a primary problem on its own, where it's a, a smell or a sound that triggers a seizure. But what we do know can also cause this type of thing will be some different medical problems. And um, problems in the forebrain area could be really triggered by these type of things. So that can include anything that causes seizures. Wow, lots of things on that list. Um, so infectious inflammation type problems. Um, in older cats, and I would be a little curious about things like high blood pressure. Um, that can certainly cause different degrees of eye pain or even, um, you know, discomfort up in the head area. So that could even potentially cause a sensitivity to those type of things. Um, so it might be something that I'd be suspicious, especially if your kitty's in that kind of same age group, that maybe we it's time that we get a kind of a full checkup and make sure there isn't something that is starting to develop, whether it be eyes, ears, um, or anything, um, you know, systemically like kidney problems. Um, that would be my first recommendation because the infectious type causes that can cause seizures and that are triggered by sound, that would be really weird, um, uncommon, and hopefully not the case because that would be bad. Then I'd be really looking around your house saying, okay, what the heck's going on in there? Right, um, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, in, in, the kitty stays indoors or does uh, the kitty go outside? No, they were both indoors and okay. um, I lost her in January, but now he's He's just gotten that way, I want to say, within the past six months. If my husband sneezes, if I happen to, like, run into the door and it kind of just wiggles a little bit. I mean, he just, like, comes out of his skin as though it's Mm. um, bothering him. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if, you know, if, if say, you know, I'm jumping way ahead of things, but say, you know, the veterinarian says, oh, everything looks great. Blood work looks wonderful. Ears, eyes look fine. There's no pressure issues there. You know, if we have pets that have, um, reflex seizures where they're stimulated by a sound, um, if there's sounds we can avoid, great. I will eliminate them from the environment. But if not, and we're really escalating to levels of seizures, then I talk about seizure medicine. Um, but that's why, you know, if we're getting on a long-term therapy like that, I want to make sure we're not missing something that's a totally different direction that could be explaining that. So, okay, so, so yeah, let's look in those ears, eyes, nose, and, uh, and get the old syringe out and draw some blood. Okay. All right. Perfect. So it's not anything, I mean, it's not common in older pets. It's just something that may be something going on. I mean, he's not really that old. He's only seven. But. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not a common thing that this kind of thing develops just kind of from age down the road. Um, yeah, I would be really looking for something medically that might be causing that. Okay, perfect. I will make an appointment on Monday. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks for your Thank call. Thank you for your call. We, uh, oh, hey, Hal, I talked first, Hal. <laughs> we uh, we actually have one of those cats. It's been that way since birth. She's just been a little bit. Jumpy, skittish, and uh, she hears a little noise. She'll jump. She'll freak out. That's how she's been, but she's been this way since birth. Been like Robin's case, yeah. where and that's the difference yes. here. I'd say is that if the pattern of behavior is different from what the cat has always been, and and some cats have noise phobias, definitely just like dogs, they can be afraid of those kind of things. But uh, yeah, this sounds like a different kind of process for her. If you want to check in with any one of the Dream Team right now, it is toll free. We have several lines open. Animal Radio is underwritten by Stella and Chewy's. It just happens to be the food of Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. And if I could hold her up to the microphone so you could see how shiny her coat is and how healthy she is. Now your dogs can try out Stella and Chewy's. They have a brand new intro pack. Chewy's Chicken Dinner, the Venison Dinner, which is a great, uh, what do they call that, novelty no- protein? Yes, novelty. See, I am smart. I remember things. Yes, you do. Stella's Super Beef, the uh, Duck Duck Goose, and the Phenomenal Pheasant. Want to try these? Three ninety nine wherever Stella and Chewy's is sold. And you can learn more over at their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Right now until March 18th, the flooring experts at Lumber Liquidators have huge deals going to fit any taste or budget, like donor oak laminate for an amazing 39 cents a square foot, beautiful carbonized bamboo for just 139, even spectacular Bellawood pre-finished Bolivian rosewood for an incredible 299 a square foot. Pick up free samples at hundreds of stores nationwide, plus special financing available and easy professional installation or expert advice for DIYers. But hurry, this sale ends March 18th. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in summer. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. 
Flex RX is available at Pet Supplies Plus or visit ProLabsPets.com. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to StellaAndChewy's.com. Little Jack Horner sat in a corner of his ransacked apartment, wondering what kind of nitwit steals a futon. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency had helped him with renter's insurance, and he got full replacement. Unfortunately, little Jack Horner had to have his stomach pumped when he ate a six-month-old Christmas pie. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. The numbers are toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. And don't forget, you can also download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android and ask your questions right from the app, you lucky dog, you. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome Tammy Trujillo to the airwaves here at Animal Radio. She's our new news director and a good friend, a longtime friend. Thank you. And it's so delightful to be working with you again. It seems like it's such a small industry, radio, to come around full circle 30 years later to be working with each other again. What do you got on the on the docket today? Okay, well, you know, we all say that our pets are our kids, right? Sure. We're always calling them our babies and our kids and our children. And now I'm going to tell you about a way that you can put your furry children on your tax return as a deduction. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Finally. I haven't done my taxes yet, so I'm excited about this. And, of course, we have a lot of animals, too, so we'll probably get a big tax deduction. But we'll find out more coming up with Tammy Trujillo in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Let's hit the phones. 1-866-405-8405. It's all about you now. Doug, welcome to the show. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? What's up? Great, great. Hey, I have uh, about an 11-year-old dachshund who, uh, let's see, about three months ago, she became very, very ill and... um, and she wouldn't eat, and she got real skinny and dehydrated looking. And what it was, I, I thought she had, I had um, uh, ate a piece of chicken cartilage that I had dropped, and it maybe gave her intestinal blockage. Mm-hmm. So uh, after a few days, I said, all right, I took her to the vet, and I explained that to her, and they looked at her, and um, I said her lymph nodes had been inflamed. And they said, well, you know, just without doing all these expensive tests, possibly she had, um, you know, um, cancer and her lymph nodes and um and she was looking i could barely keep her head up i thought you know i said well you want to just put her down now i said no the kids will want to see her again so they did uh, x-ray and they drained she was really bloated they drained a bunch of water out of her and um i said, I said so i said i don't want to spend you know it was still a few hundred dollars but i said i'm not gonna i'd rather go and spend the money and get another dog out of the pound and put this one to if she's going to be miserable. But anyway, they gave me a two prescriptions, uh, one for water pills so she wouldn't retain as much water. Uh-huh. Then they gave me a, a pill of uh, a steroid, a prednisone, to, uh, okay. yeah. you know, in case it was something to do with the cancer. They said, this will keep her 
tough bone alive for, you know, for could be two days, could be two weeks. Well, it's been three months. The dog is 100% healthy, uh, runs around, does everything, and eats like mad. And I'm just wondering, should I keep doing the prednisone and the water pills or not? Wow. So she, they actually drain fluid off of her abdomen, like with a needle? Oh, yeah, and like I think three different spots because she was just retaining this water and just com- and couldn't get rid of it. She was like, look, like a pot-bellied pig. Wow. Poor and thing, and her know? lymph nodes were really big as well? Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, she looks kind of like a pot-bellied pig sometimes now oh. because she won't quit eating. She just eats and eats. I said, well, maybe that's because of the steroid has given her such a high appetite. I mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd have to be honest that, and you haven't used any other chemotherapy agents, it's just the prednisone and the the water pill? That's it. And they said, you know, here, your kid, like I said, they, they said two to two to a couple of days, because I mean, she, she couldn't even pick her head up, and mm, okay. uh, hardly, and um, they said, well, it could last up to two, two months, and if you do any chemo or anything, you know, you're only talking a few months up to maybe a year or two, and then... Uh, Okay. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm not going to spend that thousands. And I hear the dog is back like you, you wouldn't even know there's anything wrong with her. That's, sure. So well, I, sometimes we... Question, yeah, my question is, do I keep doing the water pills and the, and the, and the uh, prednisone, or should I stop them? Yeah. You know, it, it's a tough answer because we don't know what your dog has. And I'd have to be very honest that the test for lymph node cancer is very simple. If we've got a swollen lymph node and we want to know if we've got lymphoma which is one of the most typical lymph cancers, we can do a needle biopsy. It's pretty cheap. It's pretty quick. It's non-invasive. Pets are very, they tolerate it very well. That would tell us if we do have lymphoma, if we have lymph cancer. Um, so it would be unusual if I knew that your dog had lymphoma. It'd be unusual with that kind of therapy alone that at three months down the road, very honestly, that she'd still be alive. Um, because usually prednisone helps for short term, but it runs out of its effect after a very short time, sometimes many weeks. So I would have to say, hmm, um, I'm not sure your dog has lymph node cancer, and I'd actually be more worried about that fluid in the belly, that that could be something structurally within the abdomen, maybe a mass or something that's causing that fluid, whether it be a heart problem or a a blood pressure problem or a liver problem, those kind of things can cause that bloating to be really excessive. So yeah, I, know, I can't I say know, um, that what you're what you're doing doesn't sound inappropriate for what we know so far. And it, you know, it's all in your hands how much you want to find out and how uh, much I hate to say you want to invest um, yeah. to get the right like answers I, to direct. We had a, a pot belly pig a few years ago that I always told people don't feed him. I'm feeding him because I don't want him to get huge. And that friend gave him. Uh, Skin off of, um, I don't know, some chunk of fruit. Anyway, it didn't digest. And he got, I noticed after, you know, when, if he, when he stopped eating, I understood maybe he just was full. But when all of a sudden they see, they see he didn't, wasn't drinking him, I was shooting. I figured, gosh, maybe he's got intestinal blockage. And that's what it ended up being. And before, and I had a point with the doctor, I mean, he went like within just a few hours. It went so quick. And I'm like, oh, the poor thing. And then next thing I know, he was dead before I even got him over there. And I'm thinking, mm. the dog all of a sudden started acting the same as that. And that's what brought that to my. Dentist, sure. plus she, when she just gobbled this chunk of uh, cartilage off a chicken bone, I'm thinking, oh, shoot, that probably didn't even digest. So. 
Yeah. Well, hopefully that's not related to anything you're seeing right now. And with the, you'd mentioned the strong appetite, it, that is a typical side effect when we are using uh, prednisone or other steroids. It does uh, increase the um, appetite and there can be weight gain. And, and we can even see some changes in body fat distribution in the body. Um, but I'd say for, for what I would encourage you to kind of look at is what you're describing to me medically, if you don't wish to go any further in getting a diagnosis, if your pet's comfortable and we're managing the disease to the best of our ability, then I would certainly carry on and follow through with your veterinarian's recommendations from here. Um, because three months in battling what you're describing, gosh, you know, it seems like you're doing something right there. So um, I would definitely encourage you along those, along that avenue. And, uh, you know, it's all about keeping our pets comfortable. So everyone's got a different interest in how aggressive you want to get in finding those answers. But Everyone, when we get to a point when our pets are suffering or we're not managing a chronic disease well, um, you know, it really is on our shoulders to look back and say, hey, if you've given us good life and you've enjoyed yourself um, and you're now suffering, then it's really our time to, to step in and, and to be that pet advocate and uh, you know, do what's best for them. So hopefully those days for you are many more and you enjoy a long time with your baby. Thanks for your call, Doug. 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability, how about low libido, or weight gain? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it can be practically impossible to get relief from these problems. But you're in luck. Because Ambrin can help you balance hormones and relieve your hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability, and other symptoms of menopause. And now you can finally lose weight. Yes, even that stubborn body fat with Ambrin Weight Loss, a powerful new product that will help you get the results you want. So you can finally lose the weight and all those other awful menopause symptoms. Call now and ask how you can get your free sample of Amber and Weight Loss. Just call 1-800-245-9551. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call Amber and right now, 1-800-245-9551. That's 1-800-245-9551. 1-800-245-9551. Okay, you ready? I'm going to let go of the bike now. Wait, not yet, Dad. No, just keep pedaling. You've got it. Don't let go, don't let go. There are moments in life that cause us to hesitate. I already did. You're doing it. Woohoo! I'm doing it. But once we take action, we're awfully glad we did. Markets are changing and interest rates are still low. If you're thinking about getting into the real estate market, now may be the time to make your move. Every market's different. Call a Realtor today and visit Realtor.com. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. And I'm Tammy Trujillo. Now, I kind of hate to bring this up, but tax time is upon us. So here's a big question. Did you foster a pet last year? 
If so, you may be able to deduct some of the related expenses on your 2013 federal income tax return. It all started with a woman in Oakland, California, who claimed that a charitable nation on her 1040 form was for the money she'd spent taking care of some feral cats. The IRS didn't allow the deduction, but she sued and she won. So now things like pet food, litter, crates, vet bills, medications, all the things used in fostering are actually deductible. Now, there is a little catch. If your expenses are over $250 for the year, you need to get a letter from the nonprofit you're working with to confirm that you're a volunteer or a foster caregiver. And Democratic Senator Roger Dickinson of Sacramento, he's introduced a bill now to give residents of California a $100 tax deduction for adopting a shelter animal. It's called Assembly Bill 2326. It's sponsored by the ASPCA, and lawmakers will be taking a look at it in the next couple of months. All right, well, cats are very elusive creatures. We know that. Mm. But now a professor of veterinary behavior medicine in the U.K. says it's basically because your cat doesn't like you. (laughs) Dr. Daniel Mills came to that conclusion through a study. He put a cat in a room with its owner and a stranger. Then the owner would slip out of the room when the cat wasn't looking. Now, the cats, he says, didn't seem to care when they realized the owner was gone, and they didn't care when the owner came back. When Dr. Mills tried it out with dogs, they searched for their owners when they realized he or she wasn't in the room. Then they got very excited when they returned. The study was first developed by psychologists to look at how children attach to their parents. There's a new pet craze. It involves a little creature who's really cute and really quiet and really illegal in a lot of cities and states. Talking about hedgehogs. They're really gaining popularity, mainly because of some websites dedicated to them. Now, whether they actually make a good pet, that's up for debate. Some experts say since they're nocturnal, they shouldn't have to endure being worked up during the day and played with. Others say they actually respond very well to being active during the day. And while they can be kind of prickly, a well-socialized hedgehog will actually lay its quills flat as a gesture of trust. And they even have their own advocacy group now, the Hedgehog Welfare Society, based in Chaplin, Connecticut. And the title of the tallest dog in the world, right now it belongs to a Great Dane named Zeus. He measured in at a whopping 7 feet 4 inches last year in Michigan for the folks at the Guinness Book of World Records. He may be losing his title. Freddie is another Great Dane, and he's in Britain. And he's already hit that height. He's only 18 months old right now, and he's still got a lot of growing to do. This is funny, because Freddie started out as the runt of his litter. Now he's eating about $140 a week in food. And he has 14 destroyed couches to his credit. (laughs) I'm Tammy Trujillo. You can get more breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Drs. Foster & Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Everyone, we're going to need volunteers to work this weekend. Man, this scout bitch is killing me. Thanks for volunteering, Mark. And let him be an example for the rest of you. Oh, uh, no, I wasn't... Uh, it's time for new Selsun Blue Scalpage treatment. 
It works at the source with the number one anti-itch medicine, hydrocortisone, plus soothing aloe for fast relief. New Selsun Blue Scalp Itch, science for your scalp, uses directed. This next song goes out to someone real special, web developers. You've developed a worldwide web of convenience and Geico.com is eternally grateful. Now everyone can pay bills, manage policies, maybe save big money on car insurance, all from the comfort of their desk chairs, recliners, and water beds. You're magicians with wands made of binary code. And that's why we're sending this next song out to you. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com. Here's something you don't hear on the radio every day. Someone who can't see. I am totally blind, and I go through periods where I'm unable to sleep at night and feel like I'm constantly running but can never quite catch up. But this isn't a sleep problem. It's something called non-24. Learn about the link between total blindness and your symptoms. Visit learnmorenon24.com or call 855-856-2424. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Tammy, what kind of animals do you have? What do I have? Yes. I have a number of cats. Uh-huh. A number? Uh-oh. She won't even tell us how many. <laughs> just, just like the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. We, yes, we won't exactly say. A number. Any number. Pick a number. What, what kind of what dogs? Do you have any dogs? What kind of, I, oh, yeah. Okay. We have a wolf hybrid. Uh-huh. A black wolf hybrid named Rathbone. Wow. We have a disabled pit bull uh-huh. named Lucine, who's uh-huh. about 85 pounds. We've had her since she was eight days old. Wow. And we have several small dudes like Chihuahuas. Mm. I bet the uh, food bill over at the True Hio household <laughs> is a lot for the donations uh, for... accepted. Yes, there you go. Oh, yes. <laughs> So we're going to do this interview with uh, yes. the mutt bombing thing. Is that correct? Yes. Of course, Alan doesn't even probably doesn't even know what photo bombing is. Don't, don't know what who is photo bombing. What? what? You know Fo- what a photo bombing? Do you know what a photo bombing? Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Do you know what a selfie? Yeah, no, I know, I know. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I got a teenage <laughs> daughter. You nuisance. What, what's wrong with you? Well, you I just can't what's work happening? a phone. I'm just saying so. that anything that uh, has any, any even just a little bit of technology to right. it, you, you have troubles with that, right? I use technology every day. That's how I avoid you. Yeah, he has a <laughs> dial phone and a typewriter. You did get a brand new smartphone. Is that correct? And how is that working out for you there, Alan? You know, look, at I have some pertinent information for people. I mean, you just want to sit there and talk about nonsense. And I've got real stuff here. Oh, I've this real this, preparation. Oh. This is real stuff here because yeah. the technology that we have today is adopting out animals all across the country. This is very exciting. Yeah. Photobombing, of course, is when someone usually, someone, it's, it was originated with humans, where somebody pops into a picture, usually they, uh-huh. the people in front don't know that they're behind them. <laughs> right, making and a face or something. Just We did a whole series at the Animal Radio website of animal photobombs, and then Judy came across this interesting article. Where is that? I'm sorry, I've lost my... There it is. I'm not prepared today. As usual, mutt bombing is the new fad, and we have Leslie Sands on the phone with us. Hi, Leslie. How are you doing? You're the executive director at Dallas Pets Alive. You probably already know that because you collect a paycheck, but I was just going to tell the uh, listeners what you do over there. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Well, what is this mud bombing about? What are you doing? <laughs> we are trying to get our dogs adopted here in Dallas. We wanted to create a new and innovative way to reach our audience. And many of our adopters are kind of um, in that 20, 30 something that they live in social media. And so we figured let's put some uh, purpose behind the selfie and give it an, an actual purpose. And we have seen huge 
um, benefits from our mutt bombing campaign, and we're really excited to to have it. Okay, part so of our adoption process. Are you having? Here's what I'm hearing so far. What I'm getting. You're having celebrities take pictures with dogs behind them, or are they being photoshopped? in? what what is actually transpiring? So we are collaborating with a uh, marketing agency here in Dallas, and they um, troll the Instagram um, website for selfies of either just regular folks here in Dallas that are interesting looking, and they take one of our adoptable dogs, and they Photoshop the dog into their Instagram photo, and then they re-send it out to the person and say, hey, um, from the dog's point of view, giving them a voice saying, hey, I'm Sandy, I'm up for adoption, I'm I'm mutt-bombing you. So has this increased adoptions? It has, it has. Just this past weekend, um, for us, we're a pretty small organization. So, you know, for us, 15 um, applications on dogs in one weekend is really big. So we had that happen this weekend. It looks like we'll get around 15 dogs adopted this weekend. Wow. Now, have you heard yeah. from any of the, the people or the celebrities? Has anybody been angry that you use one of their photos this way? No, we have not seen one angry person. It's just been... People really want their photos mutt-bombed, and we just don't have enough hands to make everybody's requests happen. So we're we're actually um, wanting to do more. We just don't have the capacity to do it. Everybody wants to have a, a mutt-bomb. And, and you're doing it with regular people, too, not just celebrities, mm-hmm. right. right? So if I wanted to help you out, could I send you a selfie? Fully clothed. Sure. <laughs> sure. If you have an Instagram account and you have a selfie, we can mutt bomb you. She asked for interesting photos, Hal. <laughs> well, this is exciting. I hope other uh, adoption agencies and, and you know, uh, I hope this picks up across the country. It's is so what I'm innovative. To you have to yes. keep up with the times, and this is a right. great thing to do. We hope that other rescues will, you know, model what we're doing. We want them to be able to take part in this innovative idea. It's just a great opportunity. We've seen a lot of success with it, and we. We just want our dogs adopted and dogs in general that need homes, homeless pets across um, the U.S. get adopted. So if this is a way that they can make that happen, then more power to them. Awesome. Did you think this up? Because that is ingenious. Happy hour, I bet. (laughs) Well, it was a collaborative effort between um, our marketing agency and Dallas Pets Alive. They have some creative geniuses there. Um, The company is called DSA, and they have just um, taken our vision and what we wanted we wanted to be creative. We challenged them to make, you know, our presence known in social media, and they have done it. I mean, they're just absolute creative geniuses there. So we're have very, you, have very you had any local them. celebrities like that Dale Hansen or that Jody What's His Face come in and adopt dogs? Because then you could use them too to get the message out. <laughs> the door is open. We're always, we haven't had anybody yet, but we're we're ready and waiting for them to come in our door. Yes. If we wanted to check out some of the photo bombs right now, can we see that at the website? Yes, you can go to uh, muttbombing.com. You can go straight there, and you can also go to dallaspetsalive.org, and there's a link right there when you pop up our website, so that'll take you directly to the page. You should do a whole series of uh, mutt bombs where the dog is actually snipping the person's butt, because, you know, that's how dogs shake hands. (laughs) I will let them know to do that. Yeah, that's a a new one. We haven't done that one yet. See, I think you should take pictures of the selfies of the dogs and then throw people in saying, here, adopt There's a dog. good idea. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's check out the website. It's DallasPetsAlive.org. DallasPetsAlive.org. And, of course, everything you've heard on Animal Radio over at AnimalRadio.com, we link to it. Leslie Sands, the executive director of Dallas Pets Alive with Mutt Bombing. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We were really excited to be on the show. So well, thank you so much. We were really excited. i got to tell you, I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> 
I'll tell you, I was a little concerned. Because were you dreaming of mud bombing? I was. I was. Uh, it didn't sound, when someone said, we're going to have mud bombing on tomorrow, I said, you know, that doesn't sound very humane or compassionate. <laughs> and, and then someone had to explain it to me. And I He's finally a little got to slow. Sleep. Yeah, I am yeah. a little bit. one 8405 I like how you all just think so highly of me. You know, what we need is howl bombing. That's what we need on the Animal Radio website, howl bombing. We do that all the time anyway. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. I always love to give props to companies that make Animal Radio possible. One of the companies is Litter Robot. They have an awesome product. I'll tell you about it right now. It's an automatic litter. And it kind of looks like a globe. Yeah, it's it's like a helmet to me. You know, like the underwater guys that would wear those. Oh this, yeah. this divers would wear those big round things on in their two thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Seven minutes after your cat goes in there and does his duty, it rotates around and sifts the clumping litter that you have in there, or any kind of litter that you put in. You don't have to put in any special brand or anything. It takes any clump and litter, and it separates the stuff so that you actually save on litter, up to 50% on litter. It cleans it that well. Wow. House won't stink. You won't have to deal with this whole thing, and it's a quality product. I'll tell you, in the Animal Radio Studios, things get a lot of, uh, shall I say, abuse, and uh, the litter robot is made with this high-density plastic, 90-day money-back guarantee, and 18-month full warranty on this product, so they, they have a great product that's going to make your house smell clean and save you money on litter too i encourage you to head on over to litter-robot.com that's litter-robot.com and check them out and thank you guys for sponsoring animal radio you're listening to animal radio find us at animalradio.com log on learn more Vinnie Penn, your party animal, coming at you again with another party animal segment. I was actually visiting a friend of mine in New York not too long ago, actually shooting uh, a TV series in New York recently. If you'd like to check that out, by the way, feel free to go over to uh, VinniePenn.com, and it's Vinnie, V-I-N-N-I-E-P-E-N-N.com. If you want to check out what else I'm up to outside of the party animal segments, shooting a TV series called That's What He Said. Uh, some of the episodes are, are up on the website. And I uh, got together with a buddy of mine I haven't seen for a while, took his big old dog for a walk down to one of those dog runs. Kilgore is the dog's name, by the way. And uh, I'd never been really to a dog run before. And my buddy's doing the whole New York thing of, you know, you can meet girls. That Man, the girls I meet down here and this and that. But he kind of, you know, he kept Kilgore, you know, really kind of close to him. Uh, said he doesn't play all that well with other dogs. Sometimes, you know, he's, sometimes he can, sometimes he doesn't, whatever. Uh, but it was all about him. It was all about the girls he could meet down there. And there were some good looking girls down there at the dog run with their little dogs and their medium sized dogs, their beagles running around. But I thought, what about Kilgore, man? This is where he should be hooking up. Doesn't he get a chance? I mean, it's a dog run. It's not a nightclub. But my boy couldn't understand that. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I didn't get the dog to pick up girls. I'm just saying the dog run is a great place to meet girls. Yeah, it's also a great place for your dog to meet another dog. I'm not talking about, you know, impregnating another dog and and having one of those moderately horrific dog humping another dog scenes in front of everyone situations but good lord it is the dog run that is the nightclub for dogs am i wrong 
Kilgore really just didn't get to do much other than, you know, run around in a circle a couple of times, catch a Frisbee once or twice, and then every time he even eyed a sweet-looking Rottweiler or, or Doberman Pinscher on the other side of the, uh, the the grassy knoll that they had there, or whatever, the little stretch of grass they had there, um, my buddy Rich just said, Kilgore! Get over here now. And it's like, let him talk, dude. Let him sniff. Let's see what his opening sniff is. Let's see what his come on sniff is. Video Pen, Party Animal on Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A man in South Carolina jumped on the back of a 10-foot alligator to save his girlfriend's dog as it was being dragged into a lake. Brent Carey was taking a walk with his girlfriend and her dog Chance when an alligator jumped out of the water and started to drag Chance into the lake. Carey jumped on the back of the alligator and frantically wrestled Chance out of his deadly jaws. Finally, the gator gave up the little dog who ran safely to shore. Jessica Turner, Chance's owner, said she can't close her eyes without seeing little Chance's head in the gator's mouth. The Department of Natural Resources sternly informed Carrie that he or anyone else should never jump on the back of a 10-foot alligator. Uh, just in case you were thinking of doing it. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi everybody, this is Deborah Wilson from Mad TV and you're listening to Animal Radio. And as my friends would say... Hi, this is Paul Reiser, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Every minute you're here, you're not harming someone else. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. And I believe we are going to go to line three. Am I correct? They're all blinking. Line three. Meeny, meeny, miny, miny. Let's go to James. Hey, James, how are you? I'm good, Todd. How are you guys doing? Very good. Where are you calling from today? Um, Lodgepole, Nebraska. Oh, wow. Do you live there? <laughs> uh, yes, actually, I, I, I'm a, a wheat farmer here. A actually. wheat farmer? So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, a wheat farmer. I, um, I've got a huge uh, wheat and corn farm out here. So, um, But the question I was calling you guys about is, is I, I just actually saved two uh, sugar gliders, or got two... Um, Sugar gliders from a, a, you know, a rescue. What, what, what's and, a sugar um, rider? Or sugar glider? What is that? I don't know. It's a little marsupial. They're like about the size of the palm of your hand. A little marsupial and uh, big eyes. Um, very interesting little characters. <laughs> <They're> so cute. <laughs> yeah, they're really, really interesting and, and a lot of fun actually. And I, I'm, the, the last family really, I don't believe, was giving them the, the attention they needed. The, and the love and everything they needed. But the question I have for you guys is that, should I get these two boys neutered? I, I've done some research online, and it, it's kind of a yes and no. Um, I, if I do, is it, is, it, is it bad for them? I mean, or is it good for them? And also about when should I do it? You know, they're still in the, the states not really knowing me too well, and we're still mm-hmm. bonding. Uh, the, the, what's your, what's yeah, your you- thoughts? 
Well, I definitely, for sugar gliders, I, I definitely recommend to neuter the boys. We don't do the girls, but gen, well, we can, but we generally do the boys. And, um, as long as they have their, their, their goods in place, um, it's, it, we can do it. So most of these guys, once they come for their first pet exams, we can talk about doing that. The, the reason that it's, it's actually quite easy to neuter sugar gliders is that they're, testicles basically are on a little stalk and so they uh, kind of hang away from the body so it, it makes it very easy to ex- access the area and uh, here at my office what we generally do is we do this with laser surgery so it helps to minimize bleeding um, the biggest and I'd say the one thing we really watch after neutering these little guys is that um, they tend to chew themselves so we're really aggressive about making sure we use pain medication um, and even just kind of putting like a Novocaine block at the area where we um, do the surgery that's probably the biggest downside to things but I, I wouldn't say that I think I think it will definitely help make them more um, uh, apt to be uh, affectionate and uh, you know kind of takes down a little bit of that aggression that we can get with them so um, for making them better pets I say absolutely um, if you need to give them a little bit more time to bond to you I, I think that's great um, but I don't see a reason that you know you'd, you'd have to wait um, because it definitely helps them in the long run and, and just, just out of curiosity what is the normal cost of You know, it is going to depend a bit on what kind of veterinary availability you have in your area. And I'd have to tell you that um, sugar gliders are certainly a little bit more of truly what we'd call the exotic breeds. So, you know, for some folks, they may not feel comfortable handling them or they may just not have the equipment to deal with them. Um, and, and certainly, you know, like I mentioned, you know, here at my office, we have uh, laser surgery, which is really neat for some of these little guys. So you, you're going to potentially run into um, a little bit more of a uh, cost factor with that. Um, and I would have to say that here at our office, I think neutering these guys is maybe just a, a hair over a hundred bucks. Um, but in some facilities, it could actually be as much as a couple hundred, just because of you know not having uh, the a lot of other competition in the area for them. But we see so many of these critters that you know it's not necessarily a big deal for us. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I uh, just want them to be happy. So that's that's about it. So, yeah. Well, I, I and you know so what? Much for your information, it really helped out. Sure, I'm glad. And you know, I wanted to mention that sugar gliders are definitely an, a, an animal that you got to have a lot of time for them. So it's unfortunate if the other family didn't spend a lot of time because they really, I've had some of these little guys where they will actually just kind of shut down. If they're not getting love, affection, they won't eat. So, um, you know, thank you so much for, you know, taking them on. And, uh, they're curious little creatures, a lot of fun. Thank you so much for your call, well, James. I appreciate your call. They're with me right now. They are drive they? with me all day in the tractor. They drive in the so. tractor with you. Wow. That's great. Yeah. The tractor drives itself, so I just sit here and look at them in their little pouch thing, and they, they chill out and look around all the big windows and stuff. In case they can wow. Fly around, you know, fly around on things. So, Dr. Debbie, are these animals that need to be kept inside? Do they keep them in a cage? How much room do they need? I'm trying to get an idea. Yeah, they definitely need a cage, and they're they're climbers, so they definitely need um, big, wide cages. Um, Got to have a lot of hiding places for them, and, and you know they eat a various diet, so they'll eat fruits, vegetables, they need a lot of protein in their diet, so they'll eat little bugs, um, boiled eggs, things like that. Um, but they do take a lot of a lot of attention, and um, sometimes they are people get them for when they have kids, and it's not always the best thing if the kids aren't comfortable handling them. Um, they do some really interesting little sounds. Um, um, it's something called crabbing, so it kind of goes, 
And um, <laughs> so when they're unhappy, they make this sound. A lot of people do, ooh. So, you know, it just takes, you know, with, with kids for them to get used to them um, and, uh, you know, not freak out. I, I still kind of freak out sometimes when they do that because it catches you off guard with this little alien sound that they make. <laughs> <laughs> they sound absolutely adorable. We'll put a picture up over at the website at animalradio.com for a sugar glider call here at Animal Radio. You uh, can call us with your flamingo questions, your iguana questions, whatever. We have the bases covered, of course. Dr. Debbie practices in Las Vegas, so there's a lot of weird animals out there. You know that. And yeah, I'm you know sure. me. Uh, we've had raccoons and potbelly pigs in today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Quite a practice. And, of course, you probably had to get some extra schooling for that, didn't you? To some degree, yeah. But a lot of it is kind of where you end up. And in Las Vegas, of course, we see a lot of uh, interesting and different animals. So it's kind of where most of my learning has occurred. Hands on. It's time for me to go home. Well, Tammy, that wasn't that bad, was it? We were nice. We are were you gentle. kidding? Yeah. Wait, are you gonna, you're going to kick me out? I want to stay. I want to stay. This is I know, wonderful. I don't blame you. I had so much fun. I'm very impressed. You did very well for your first time. Well, oh, thank you so pro. much. I know. This ain't Tammy's first time to the rodeo. I guess you know? not. She's nice. How come you guys aren't nice? She's nice. Hey, be sure to check out the website and uh, download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. You can ask your questions right from the app as well as listen to the shows. A whole bevy of information and resources at that app. And then, of course, check out Dr. Debbie's books, Yorkshire Terriers, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend, available over at Amazon as a Kindle book and of course we have links to everything you've heard over at animalradio.com have a great week bye-bye okay bye guys bye bye see ya this is animal radio network